Hi, it's Mickey Dolans here. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. It is now 3.31 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It is uh, the 20th. Four days away from my birthday. My birthday's in four days. Um, I just want to bring up something funny. Going up to the store. By the way, you're listening to Inspirado Projecto. Thank you for choosing this podcast to listen to. And if you ever want to um, join in, you can call the hotline 561-203-9179. Leave a message on the voicemail and I will put it into the episode. You can also find, uh, if you're listening to this on Anchor, you can leave a message for me on there. You can also email me at inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. And I'll put your audio on the show. So something interesting happened the other day. So my, my sister is a vegan. I would say I'm mostly a vegan. I eat mostly, mostly vegan. Every once in a while I'll get eggs. Uh, and uh, every once in a while I have a Chick-fil-A. Where do my morals stand, they wonder. Well, that's how it is right now. I've become more and more of a vegan living with her, and it's uh, so delicious. I've come across so many delicious food items. So when I go grocery shopping, I make sure that I get those great uh, patties, the chicken nuggies, the chicken patties, uh, quote, beef, unquote, patties. So I also get stuff that, that, that I'm eating, like yogurt, vanilla yogurt. I try to get the biggest tub I can find. <laughs> tub. Pale. Um, <laughs> that's great. Tub. Tub of yogurt. Dun, dun, dun. Beware the tub of yogurt. So I, I try to get as, as big of a one as possible, and I try to find whatever has the most calories and, uh, and the most protein. So I'm trying to put on weight here. So I like to make those smoothies with the Awakener that I got, and then I put some yogurt in there. I put some peanut butter in there. I put a banana in there. Uh, so at night, sometimes I'll put oatmeal, you know, depending on how high the uh, proteins and the calories are. I'm not going to weigh you down with my, with my uh, diet regime. However, I have yogurt in the fridge, and uh, that's something my sister cannot eat. And it's funny because I've probably done it a couple of times throughout my life. You know, like how you'll see people like... You'll see people in sitcoms where they'll just drink their milk just right out of the... They'll just drink it right out of the, the gallon, out of the, the fridge. They don't, they, don't go, they don't go to get a, 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 a cup to pour it in first. They just drink it right out of the jug. And, you, and it's implied that everyone else in the house drinks out of the same jug. So which, in which case you're going, oh my God. You know, so many, so many questions. I'm sure the uh, people with OCD can... Not OCD. What is it? Yeah, ADD? I don't know. I'm sure one of those people who, have, who associate with one of those uh, a, uh, an, uh, anagrams will, will know, you know, oh my God, that is something that is just not good or something I would not do and hear all the reasons why. So this brings me to this moment. So basically, in other words, I've not been that guy. I, I've not thought of myself as that guy who just does that. I'm not the guy who's just going to eat the ice cream straight out of the ice cream container. I just am not going to do that. Um, I just don't do that. So, so the other day, 
the other day she was um I think Jenny was making something and then I got the uh yogurt out of the out of the fridge and I thought to myself I am going to just go ahead and eat out of this container and it was the first time I attempted it usually I get like a bowl and I pour put it in there I like to chop up some bananas some strawberries put those in there oh man it's so good so delicious so I said to my sister, so I says, I says to, I says to the lady, so I says to the lady, I says, Jenny, I just want to let you know, I'm not this guy. I'm not this dude, but here I am. I am this dude right now doing this, but I'm not this dude. That's not, I don't normally do that. And it was just this funny thing. Cause it got us thinking like, okay, if you're not normally like, you know, you say, okay, well, I'm not that guy or I'm not the one, you know, I don't do, I don't do that kind of thing. I'm not. That's, that's, I don't make it a habit of being that kind of character that does that. I, I don't do that. But then there's something that clicks in your brain where you go, ah, here are the reasons why, you know, under these circumstances, then I become that guy. You know, you, you could get a very calm person. Let's say an Anthony Robbins type of guy. Um, I would say most, most people, they got like sort of, there's a, there might be a potential for a particular breaking point. If X, 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 you know, if all of these things are mentioned and if all of these things are done, that, um, you know, then it's like, okay, now you've pushed me too far. Now you're going to see the claws and fangs come out. You mess with my family, you're going to see the claws and fangs come out. Uh, It's a different personality than the one talking to you right now. Is that something I like to work on where that doesn't have to happen? Yes. Uh, And so... There, there, is, there are certain rules and regulations in the back of your brain, whether you know what they are or not. There are those certain things where you go, well, okay, here's the circumstance where I do become that guy who eats right out of the container. Circumstances, only if no one else is eating out of this thing or if it's down to the last, you know, last bit of it, then we move to the next step. <laughs> you know, it's like enact this protocol. Okay, if, if this happens and that happens, okay, this plus this equals that. Okay, now, now that we got that answer, now we move to the next, you know, bam. Now we go, we go forward with this particular plan. We're going to activate that. So it's like in the back of your brain, there's, that, there's almost like that, that inborn agreement, whether you even realize it or not, there's that agreement that you have made with yourself that when that particular kind of thing happens, then this is the attitude or the personality or what have you that shines forth. And so that's that certain reflection that you show then. So um, that was just something that I thought was really interesting. It's like, I'm not that guy. Well, evidently I am that guy under these particular circumstances. What are those circumstances? So it might be uh, an interesting, it's just an interesting revelation. Maybe something that we can think about in, in particular moments where we become that person that we wouldn't normally become. Like, I won't kill a person. But here are the reasons under which the circumstances that I would. So it's like, it's that type of thing. I would never eat, you know, eat pickles unless someone snuck it into something and I didn't know it was in there. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, there are all those little rules and regulations that you put in your brain. So anyway, just wanted to plant that seed in your brain. So I was just thinking of something. Uh, every once in a while, I like to uh, see what Ken Nordine is doing. One of my inspirations 
an extraordinary soundscapist. Uh, I frequently like to um, say that Inspirato Projecto is basically Alan Watts plus National Lampoon plus Ken Nordine plus Dr. Dementia, <laughs> Demento. And then you got Inspirato Projecto. And uh, so Ken Nordine, look him up. And every once in a while I look him up because uh, I've, I've, I've wanted to collaborate with him. I want to collaborate him with some, some, in some fashion on Inspirato Projecto, whether I interview him, whether he sends me a poem and I play it on the, the uh, podcast, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's been a while since I, since I searched for him to see what, what he was up to. He was 90 years old, and so I just did some research, and it turns out that he he uh, he died February 2019, and his house, where he recorded a lot of, uh, he had like his own radio show that was running on WBEZ out there in Chicago, a really cool independent radio station. He uh, he lived in this 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 phenomenal. They called it a mansion, but it was really just a big a big house. And on the third floor is where he had his radio radio show going. Well, wouldn't you know? There's some real estate developers that want to you know I don't know all the proper jargon. They want to zone it or something, and 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 break it all down, demolish it, and and build you know brand new modern structures there. And so these. Um, and I really hope this this house uh, still stands. I contacted. I looked for. I looked for his children. One of them is named uh, Ken Nordine Jr. I found him on Facebook. I friended him, sent him a message. So we'll see if I could have him as a guest on the show. That would be one of my dreams. Ask him all about his dad. Maybe he could provide some some uh, content that's never been before released. Who knows? So I also want to find out if that house stood, stayed. You know, or if they demolished it, like it's a historical artifact. It's like there's all this stuff going on around. Oh, don't you know? Don't tear down Julia Childs's house out in Pasadena. Yeah, it's a historical artifact. There's a lot of inspiration out of that place, you know. And and it's like you can't help but wonder who are these people that want to demolish a location? What are their What are their first of all? What are their motivations? Um, do they live around here? Like, do they understand the cultural significance, or are they from? another country where they're just like, okay, now I want to own that land and now let's break down that building. It'd be like me going out to India and I just start smashing down, you know, these ancient artifacts in, in favor of building a, um, some big mall, uh, with, with parking garages. Be the same thing. I don't know what that cultural significance is. I don't know the kind of inspiration that's spilled out of there. All I know is that there's my, my particular interest in wanting that particular piece of land. I mean, forget about the fact that there's tons of land everywhere out there in the world. You know, anywhere that you can choose from. Why Why do they got to break down that building, you know? And so it's like in these instances, you, you, why don't, you know, you just can't help but wonder, like, why, why aren't there interviews being conducted with the person who, who has the bright idea of wanting to break down the building? Like, interview them. Go straight to the source. Go right straight to the source. Not the representatives, not the people speaking on their behalf. Um, not their PR firm, their management. No, then find out. Because that's just, man, it's like, otherwise it's just kind of like cowardice, right? Hiding behind someone else to talk on your behalf because you're, you're just like, no, I want that. It's mine. 
I got the money and they, they're gonna let me just break that down. And so I was just thinking about that. Like, man, an interview with the very person who, who wants to, to do that, it would be awesome to you know, play them some of the, I don't even know if that person even knows who Ken Nordine is or the significance of, of you know, he was friends with uh, David Bowie and Jerry Garcia from Grateful Dead. I mean, this guy is, look up, look up Ken Nordine for me. Check him out. Um, I just got back. I got to put my groceries in. Thanks for going on this journey with me. Today is um, the 25th, day after my birthday. I got a Yachtly Cruise show today. Um, waiting for my Uber guy to show up. One minute, pick up your... Is that him? Oh, that might be him. He's sitting there. Hey there, I didn't even see you pull up. I was looking around, I'm like, where? And then I was like, oh, good, good, they're right over here. Thank you. This is great. Like, uh, do you like hard rock classics? Yeah. Is that some of your favorite music? I could listen to it. Yeah. Do you, do you like the group Motley Crue? Uh, I never heard about them. Oh, you never heard of Motley Crue? They're they're kind of a band like this. You know, they 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 came out around this time. Um, that uh, Bon Jovi, you bon know, Jovi. was popular and stuff, and uh, just. Uh, just a very interesting band and so there's a band that I'm in called Yachtly Crew and it's you know it's a parody of that name Motley Crew but instead it's it's about uh, yacht rock music have you heard of that genre yacht rock, yacht rock do you, uh, yeah have you ever heard it no do you, do you know what so, you know so, soft rock right uh, soft rock, yeah, yeah. so so yacht rock is just a fancy term that's that's being given to um, Soft rock, basically. Oh, Hall & Oates and uh, Christopher Cross and Michael McDonald, stuff like that. Mm. And, uh... Yacht rock, huh? How yeah. Spell that? You, you, how do you spell that? Oh, Y-A-C-H-T. I'm gonna see if I have a... See if I have a, a card in here. If I do, I'll give you a card. But we're playing today in San Diego at uh, the Del Mar Fairground. And, um... Yeah, the, ba the whole band will be there, and uh, so now, what they're doing for these concerts is they're they're doing um, drive-ins. You know, like in the old, you know, like how they used to have drive-ins for drive-in movies back in the day. Yeah, so like it's it's cool because now they got these stages out there with um, big screens up there, and oh yeah, here's a card. That's what we look like in our in our costumes. <laughs> And, uh, Do you play an instrument too? Oh yeah, I'm back there behind the keyboards and uh, play okay. guitar sometimes. 
and uh, it's just so great because they're all love songs. You know, they're all good, good soft rock love songs, and uh, we just have a lot of fun. And so yeah, they're at these drive-ins. They got cars out there. Uh, oh, that's an old car, actually. But but so that guy's that guy over there is gone. But but it, but we got six of us. Yeah yeah yeah. That's crazy. I forgot I had that old one. Um, but it's interesting because now these cars are going out there, and so you're doing these shows where the you hear the honking and you hear the uh, you see the lights blinking at you while you're up there on stage. It's really interesting. What 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 are some of your passions? What do you like to do out, outside of uh, Uber? What what do you what do you like to do? Um, nothing much because I'm retired and I'm just uh, trying to uh, get some extra income for driving Uber. So so would you say that driving Uber has become your your hobby? Kinda kinda yeah. It's interesting how we. You know, when we think of something as a hobby, we it's a lot more playful and a lot more experimental. You, you ever notice that? When yeah. it's like, oh, it's a hobby, because then you can play with it and, you know, you can experiment with it and stuff. But it seems like as, as soon as people say, oh, this is my job, then all of a sudden, for some reason... Oh, yeah, they got to be serious. Oh, I got to be very serious. I can't have fun doing this. No, I got to be serious. I got to scowl my brow. have to make good buzz, you know. So it's so it's because I talk with a lot of these Uber drivers, and so it's interesting hearing you, you know, as being retired and viewing this as your hobby. And then there are other Uber drivers out there who I've talked to who this is their their only income. This is you know they're like they're very serious about it, and and it's it's interesting to see the different attitudes of people. I played in the band before. Oh, you did. What was the name of your band? It was in the Philippines before when I was younger. Oh yeah? What 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 was the name of it? It's uh name after me, Edgar and the name made man. Oh that's great. So what instruments do you play? Uh, I, I play the lead guitar. What? Do you still play guitar when you're not uh, Uber driving? Not, not too much now. Oh man, now this now's the time to do it. You know what I mean? People <laughs> People hope that that one day they can retire so they can finally start playing well, their guitar again. You know. Oh yeah, left here. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. But that's you know that's that's the thing. That's the beauty of retirement. People go, oh my gosh, one day when I retire, then I can finally go on those vacations where I can finally start playing guitar, all that type of stuff. So it's like, man, you're you're in a perfect. You know, it's. I still play the guitar a little bit, only. Yeah. Oh, that's great. What um. What kind of songs do you like to play on your guitar? Yeah, we were doing all the old We were playing the Beatles before, the Day Clock Five. Oh, wow. The Zombies. Oh, my gosh. That's great. I love those guys. The Monkeys. Yeah. The Monkeys. I love the Monkeys. Oh, my God. The Monkeys are the best. I saw, you know, it's so interesting. I saw Mickey Dolan's play at the Marquee Theater, and my band Yachtly Crew is actually going to be playing at the at the uh, Marquee Theater. Um, I think sometime in the beginning of December and uh, you, you have a schedule here in uh, LA oh yeah on the oh yeah like we're oh Adventura in two days we'll be Adventura County Fairgrounds oh, doing another drive-in show so things are slowly picking up oh yeah here we go right on the right side here this is perfect thank you so much okay, that's okay. so cool man right, yeah you. you know what record your music and put it out there in the world you know uh, now's the time to do it <laughs> now's the time all right take care Thanks.
Wow, that was cool. That's that's great. You know, you never know who you're gonna come across. Kind of like Jim Morrison Phelps. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, so here we are. Where are we, Stony Shores? Oh, good God. We're at Del Mar. We had to be quiet today because the horse is next door, huh? Do they, uh, so they're still having the they're, they're still having the, uh, the races. Until five o'clock. Apparently, the horses lose their hearing at five o'clock. Yeah, at five o'clock they're like. I oh, know. That's why I asked the uh, the lady if she came out there. I was like, I guess like so, like if Papa Woman started making sounds, because yeah, I was like, and all of a sudden it's okay with the horse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and all of a sudden it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's so funny. Like I bet it, like, I bet it just has to do with like their distraction, one, uh, like, left, like it oh, if they're running, like, right? If it they're running, could distract them, right? Right? Like why they don't affect at a lap time, and they only get so many practice laps. Or if they're racing, then like, but then like, how do they not time it with the train? The, like, you notice how the train Dude, doesn't right. doesn't honk here? Yeah, but usually wow, it's so true. Everybody crossing. get ready for the weekend, right? Thanksgiving. And there's it's a so true. Right, right down there, there has Nothing to be. Else to do but get I wonder, Dude, that like, is so true. How how crazy is that? That like the the railroad has to tie, like they can't have a crossing within range of the horse. <laughs> wow. Because every crossing they have to honk, and they don't honk when they pass. Which means there isn't a crossing either up right. there or there, but they're usually like every mile or two out here. That's so interesting. Oh, that's mine. It's so interesting. Thank you. See how you are? It just goes to show, like, sometimes, like... I try. I admire you. Like, shit is so, like, out of context. Like, when you get to, like, something large scale, like, I'm going to make a railroad across the country or across the state. Yeah. I have to account for, like, all of a hundred things. What a great way of putting it. Yeah, like, uh uh-oh, is there going to be a horse racing facility? Like, that would be the last thought on my brain. Yeah, right. You're not thinking about those kinds of intricate things because then what if... What if then they built the horse racing place here after they already had those stops? Then would they be like, oh, sorry, you can't stop at those places anymore? Exactly. Oh, thank you, thank you. Like, uh, so it's just such yeah, such an interesting thing how progress comes along and goes, okay, well, that, that former rule that you just had, we're just going to go ahead and wipe that out because it suits these things that we're trying to do right now. So wild. You know, like my, my dad did design. Um, he worked for a design company. He did the interior of the monorail, the original, at a era, not Guitar Center. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's what It'd be great if Guitar Center had a monorail. That would be great. Just like, that's yeah, let me get around. We're going all the way up here to the bases. Yeah. We're going way over there to the drums. <laughs> so he did the monorail at, at Disneyland. The oh, my God. California. He helped design and like, it? Yeah. And what they People didn't account for, that, like they, they underestimated, was no. the amount of vandalism. So they were replacing like 18 seats a night. Yeah. Oh my god! If I remember what he told me correctly, I could be like, what a crazy thing to have to account for, right? Like, that someone oh, okay. might want so to. Have to extra, we have to order hundreds of extra seats due to vandalism. Like what? That's not something that happens today. But like when shit's new, brand new, you have to account for that. Like, that's right. Again, right. Like, when it gets to such a large scale you, you have to account like for so many things and like my dad always talks about it in design like like for an airplane seat or something you have to account like the way that it folds that it can't injure someone and it's like how could a seat injure someone but if they have a pre-existing back condition and it folds too fast or something or it folds 
too much, then like they could be injured. And it's like shit you would never think about. And it's shit crazy. You would never ever think about. Right? Because how could you know what you don't know? How could you know to safeguard against something you don't even know that you have to safeguard against or whatever? You know, that's what's right. like crazy. And then someone comes along and goes, "Oh no, no, no! We're we're gonna have to now make an alteration here." So then you wonder how many alterations did this thing go through, or how many marketing research uh, uh, groups did they have go through there to test this stuff out? Right. Like here's here's another good example. Wow. So my dad knows a, a, his friends with we a, uh, another you know, designer named Jeff Hans, and he took like he was trying to explain to these German guys from Munich that they need cup holders in America. People eat in their cars, and that's something they don't they didn't do. I don't know if they they probably still don't do it in Germany. Oh, but. Uh, they were so he took them to In and Out and they were all excited and then they're like, Well where do we put our stuff? And he's like, Bingo. See? That's oh, why we need cup holders. Oh my god, that's and like hilarious. it's funny because like I had a ninety-four uh stick BMW and there was no cup holders. I have a ninety-four Volvo right now, no cup holders. Whoa. Because it's like they just don't eat in their cars. They don't you're driving. That's the focus. Dude, like, and you're that focused makes on sense. driving. That makes so much sense. You're not doing so that's why like the Italians are really into uh, espresso you don't drink coffee while you drive you just really shoot the espresso shot and you're good to go I wonder if they have better drivers out in these places I wonder if there are fewer car accidents in those places wouldn't that be interesting because yeah, if they don't like, if they're not eating and worrying about like whoa oh gosh whoa you know yeah, and they're trying to take a sip of their big gulp or whatever or yeah like how many, how many accidents could be prevented in America if like we didn't do have those habits yeah, right right it's like, I don't, someone had to come up with some algorithm for that. But yeah. It's still an interesting, like, it's an interesting thought how things come around. Like, again, like, it, it doesn't apply to you, but it's it's a factor in the, in the conversation. It is of, crazy. Or in the conceptualizing, you know, conceptualizing the project or any of this. Well, it's interesting because that's, that's a whole reality. The ones I thought I knew. That is a whole reality that is, that is existing that we would never expect to exist. You know, that's a, like the, the idea of a reality existing that has no cup holders. Those of us who grew up with cup holders and have, you know, it's like, who would ever even think that that even be something that would even exist? Right, like so, a time without them. You know, it was so funny because it reminds me of like, there's this article I was just reading the other day. This reminds me of um, something where I saw some meme or something about Star Wars where they're like, wait, so you, you, you're you telling me that in the Star Wars universe, you don't have technology to be able to see what kind of sex the baby is inside of a belly. Like you, you're telling me in a Star Wars universe, you don't have ultrasound. Well, why should we expect them to have ultrasound? Right, like, Do you know what I mean? That's a universe that just like, maybe they didn't consider that as an idea. Right, you know? and like at, at what level, like is it the flying cars that says you should have ultrasound? Like, right, right. What, at, at what, at oh, what We got lightsabers. Why don't you guys got lightsabers? Yeah, yeah like exactly. Like, <laughs> like if our ship flies, but yeah. we don't have ultrasound, yeah. what are we? Like, yeah, right, right, right. Who Who's more advanced than what's you know? Yeah, like what, how, how do you define how do you define advanced <laughs> right. in a society? Right? Exactly. Yeah. Because like if you, if, I think there's like a scale. It's like five different levels of like the society like being advanced, right? Oh, interesting. And like humans are on like a one. Like we don't even fucking get along with each other, let alone anything. But like if you study bees. I had a friend that was a beekeeper and eventually became like a movie maker and shit. But um, shout out to Coop. Uh, he he makes. Uh, or he, he was you know, telling me all about the uh, working for his uncle's bee farm, right? And he's telling me how like they're they're selfless and like they even ants have uh, like a hierarchy and everything. Like they're a more advanced society than we are. 
they will die for the horde. Oh, oh my god. But wow. Anyway, like, like, so, like, if you were to rate it, like, yeah, we're pretty unadvanced. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, for for, for a, a whole uh, a colony of these creatures that can leave a, a scent that you just, and they're like, oh, it's way over here. Just follow my scent. Just, just follow the breadcrumbs. It'll take you there. You know? Right. And for them to be that advanced and go, you know, it can be miles away. And you're like, oh, okay. Oh, yeah, Charlie, okay. Charlie left us these guys' pose. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's not so listen, listen to this. Turn you gotta turn this off. Right okay, all right. Because this is like, dude, no way. I just started 11. It's 11 11 p.m. That's magical. I didn't realize. Oh my god, that's great. So it's after the show. We just got done with this. Bye bye, Bowie. How'd you feel about the show? It was fantastic, man. How many people do you think were here tonight? I'm gonna say it's probably about 500 cars. <laughs> I mean, you know, and then there's, you have no idea for the potential for something You figure like five cars, there's at least two people. That's a thousand. That's but amazing. most of them had four or five people in them. Oh, man. So. And they were a lot louder tonight than, I'm, than I remember. I've never you know, heard. Like, this is the loudest they've ever been. Yeah, dude. Yeah. In Ventura, last time they yeah. weren't that soft. Or at Rubido? Nope. Yeah, these guys. What's cool, so cool is you can hear it all around you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, all yeah. around. Yeah. It was so fun to play, you know, again, the theater in the round where you just play all the play all the different sides. I feel like Def Leppard, man. Every time Remember I turned Def around, you were facing the other way. Ah. You were like all over that second keyboard, dude. I know, I was, I was trying to even out. You know, that's the interesting thing. You find yourself like trying to... To ba yeah. balance yeah, the balance the stage. You know, like, okay, those guys were over there looking that way. So I'm going to look this way. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then you guys, it was cool because you had the wireless. You could you could be around up on stage everywhere. I don't know why I lost my shit when I left, but I saw this and I was like, that's the same when I said to Trump. There we go. He plays the footage. Yeah. But it's Joe Biden playing the bongos. And now they have like a whole now they have like a whole dedicated Joe Biden. Wow. Incredible. Another exciting show. We had the uh, rotating stage. rotating stage the, this stage is huge humongous I wouldn't be surprised if we use this for the so it's basically the 25th right now tomorrow's tomorrow's uh, Thanksgiving 27th is uh, our show adventure uh, fairgrounds same thing oh yes 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 alright that's all for now that is all for now Wowzers, okay, so it is now 12.51. I just woke up at 11 <clears throat> a.m. after last night's show. Today's the 26th. Today is officially Thanksgiving. You might call it thanks Thanksgiving, or you might call it Thanksgiving. You might uh, call it Best Buy, or you might call it Best Buy. Uh, you might call it Surreal. Or surreal, surreal. You might say Clendenin, or you might say Clendenin. It's all in the pronunciation, isn't it? Pronunciation. It's all in the pronunciation. 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 <laughs> It was crazy. Last night it was 44 degrees out there up on stage. We're playing again tomorrow, this time in uh, the Ventura. 
Ventura Fairgrounds for the Concerts in Your Car series. They did the series last night. Man, they're not joking around, at least not at that San Diego one. They had two checkpoints, which they did not mention in the tickets. I think that'd be important, right, to, to put up there. Like, we will have two checkpoints. So people absolutely do not try to sneak their liquor in. Man, it was, ew, it was, it was making me, I was feeling bad for these people who were pulled over and, the, and these cops coming around, taking all, their, taking all their liquor out, putting them in this, you know, there was just this huge barrel kind of thing on the side. Um, kind of reminded me of the TSA, in a sense. But, uh, yeah, they wanted you to buy their concessions there after paying 150 bucks for your car, for your ticket. They then wanted you to get concessions. They had outdoor things. I think they had a beer thing. They had a different food, food places, falafel, popcorn. And, uh, wow, man. But it was, it was, it was astounding to be out there with the guys again. We really didn't even feel the, feel it, uh, up there up on stage. But, um, yeah, I think that last little giblet that you just heard there was from, um, Rob came out, a.k.a. Sailor Hawkins. He came out to tell us some very interesting news. And if this thing pans out to be what it seems to be, um, then it'll be miraculous. All these opportunities that we're being able to play is miraculous, as far as I'm concerned. Gosh, Thanksgiving. You know, it's so interesting. I just saw a TikTok, and there was this Native American saying, hey, did you guys ever think that maybe it just, what do you say, it's just exhaustive to... He's basically saying, hey, maybe I just, he was like, maybe I just want to spend... People were going, are you, are you going to spend, you know, are you going to celebrate this god-awful holiday? And he's like, he's like, do you ever think maybe we just want to enjoy our time with our friends and family? You know, basically like saying, why is there always this performance activism happening? It's, it's, you know, it's fine. Everyone's got their thing. Everyone's got their thing that they're passionate about, that they love. But holy moly, you know, what I learned last night is that screaming and yelling through megaphones gets very, very tiring. You run out of ammo. But something like like last night where you put your vibe into something that's so positive, so rewarding, so satisfying, satisfying, where it, it, it operates on those high vibration levels, the high vibration levels. Do me a favor. Check out. Look in your favorite search engine. Look for the vibration level chart look look those up you'll see lot, lots of different different versions um but it shows you it shows you like sort of like the the spectrum up there in the purples up there in the purples that is enlightenment that is joy that is that is it's, it's even higher than love which is crazy enlightenment is a higher vibration than the feeling of love so interesting love is still way up there believe me it's like a notch you know Enlightenment is just one notch above it. Uh, but those high vibrations, it's so satisfying. And so last night, there's, there, it's a very different kind of exhaustion. Um, it's like the difference between the exhaustion. It's like the difference you feel, let's say, for, let's, let's say if we're going to use food analogies. Uh, for instance, I mean, we are talking about brain food after all. But let's talk about food, food uh, as a food analogy. If you're hungry, are you going to eat 
a bag of potato chips to fill you to fill you up or are you going to eat something that is like ooh that really hit the spot that was satisfying oh that mm 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 i feel like my belly is big right now just filled with just satisfying satisfying and that's what it's like with yachtly cruise stuff with yachtly cruise shows with any high vibrating vibe that you got going on and especially when you got an entire crowd of an, an audience who's all giving themselves all choosing to operate in that high vibration that beautiful high vibration brainwave oh you're like man you're creating a whole new reality love peace appreciation coming together connectiveness Instead of screaming and shouting about what's wrong, about what is different about everybody, let's let's sing, sing and dance about what the commonalities are. Vastly different, vastly different. And it's a beautiful feeling. Beautiful feeling. It's funny, they're both sides of the same coin, as Alan Watts would say. One is, you know, there's still, there's a togetherness. Um... There is a you know and a a, 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 a want to be to have comrades to to be sort of a cl be part of a club, so to speak. Togetherness, um, sharing a commonality with each other, and uh, you know it's interesting. I, I was listening to this really cool audio book. Philly was playing it. Philly Ocean was playing it in the car, and he's he's you know he's he's real active with political stuff uh but this it was beautiful to hear this um it was an audiobook about it was it was from a woman who um she has her own polit political beliefs her husband has her political beliefs and they don't base their relationship off of political opinions basing a relationship off of political opinions it's it's shallow my friends vastly shallow you want to build your relationship off of true authenticity as we all know politics are wishy-washy same thing with you know bands or any 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 anything that is outside of ourselves what what is in what i would consider inside of ourselves is those finding those elements of satisfaction of enlightenment of of encouragement of you know this person is excited about their passions and talents what can we do to to turn up that volume and if you got and if you got your 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 tribe of people your partner there who is doing that same thing for you as you are for them oh that's beautiful that's beautiful and it's finding a coexistence despite whatever your political belief is some people are cubs fans some people are white Sox fans i'm sure there are lots of wonderful marriages out there that are that are, are, are fully active and fully immersed in in joy and passion and one of them is a white Sox fan one of them is a cubs fan so what if you built your relationship on, on that, th there's there's a there's um there are notches deeper. Let's put it that way, notches deeper that you can go to really enhance it. So it was really cool. It was cool listening to this audiobook. and um, and this lady, she's a counselor for for all kinds of people to help them out. She's she brought a, a really interesting story about a. Um, this couple that she was trying to help out and the husband was a trump supporter and the wife was a um uh, was not and um and so the woman the, the the female would say uh let's let's just you know let's just agree to disagree type of thing let's not talk politics anymore and he's like okay 
And he never did. But she was always the one bringing up the little jabs, always bringing up the little memes, always bringing up that stuff. And he just stayed silent about it. He would just stay silent about it instead of defending his, whatever his opinion was. He just kind of let her do it. And meanwhile, she's thinking that she's conditioning him into bringing him back over to the side. Because I guess they were both on the same side politically before they were married. And then he, he, you know, he, he went a different direction. And then she didn't like that. And then she started uh, just, you know, jabbing him, jabbing him, jabbing him. Have you ever been in relationships like that before where they're just jabbing you? They're jabbing you about stuff that happened long ago or stuff that's like, eh, yeah, like, yeah, that's, you don't really need to do that. Like, you're, you're thinking you're being playful, but is it really playfulness? Is it really a joke? Is it really sarcasm? Uh, <laughs> uh, or is it deeper, you know? So she was always the one who was just, you know, giving the jabs, giving the jabs. And, and she was thinking, oh, maybe I'm bringing him back over to my side. And he just never would say anything. And they were going for counseling, and and then the, 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 the girlfriend would just, you know, or the wife would just be like, uh, you know, okay, you know, let's just not talk about it. Okay, but that's fine. You know, but then she was always the one bringing it up. And uh, and so the husband was telling, you know, this counselor, he's like, oh, you know, I just, I'm just quiet about it. I, you know, I, I value our relationship over whatever our political beliefs are. And it was just a really cool thing to hear about the importance of finding the connections, finding what brings you together. And uh, when, you, when you got good vibes, when you got good, good intentions, authenticity, genuinity, genuinity, you know, it's so funny. Genuine. Genius is a part of genuine. Genuine genius. Genuine genius. Stay genuine, you bring out the genius. Genuinity comes forth, springs forth without uh, affiliations to religions, sports teams, politics, etc., etc. All that stuff is just extra added layers onto what's going on. If you go out there with the Native Americans, you go out there into the in, into uh, nature, and you spend time in nature. The trees don't care what your your political affiliation is. They don't care what your your sports teams are it's they're showing you look how simple life can actually truly be you guys are really mucking it up you guys are mucking it up with the protocols and the bureaucracy and the uh if this then that it's like here's this breathing there's that inhale exhale cooperation 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 collaboration I'll be speaking about some of these items in an in interview. I was, I was uh, sent about four days ago, sent a, an interview for a blog um, that put, that, uh, for, for, for Black Pumpkin. They want to they talk to me, interview me about Black Pumpkin. Black Pumpkin is coming out December 8th. I can't believe I said, if I said that or not or if I said it too much. It's the movie. You guys have heard me. You've heard the, 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 uh, the podcasts behind the scenes. You've heard it. You've been here with me for the evolution of this. And now we can finally say, look, it's coming out. DVD, DVD, VOD. VOD, it's so funny. Video on demand, baby. Amazon, iTunes. Google Play, a bunch of different places. It'll be there, available for you. So all you horror lovers, all you Halloween, all you, all you people who love Halloween and just don't want to see it go away, here is yet another opportunity to appreciate it. Appreciate the spirit of Halloween. 
I love Halloween, my favorite holiday, and that's why it's such an honor to be in a movie that is uh, takes place in Halloween. It's funny too, because I'm not a I'm not a horror fan, but here I am making these horror movies. So check it out, Black Pumpkin. We even got uh, a woman, Camilla Allens. She's a fellow Norwegian, my Norwegian sister. She is uh, she was in the uh, American f- f- Horror Story, HS AHS, and she's in the in the movie. She's got a part. Uh, I'll talk to you more later. I'm starting to get a little cold here, and I think I'm going to go eat some of this extraordinary vegan Thanksgiving dinner that my sister has made me. But uh, up, coming up next, we're going to have some extraordinary messages from extraordinary people. And um, stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Inspirato Projecto. video of a UFO over New Jersey the other day on social media? I don't know. I mean, how do you know it's not a drone? Especially these days, right? People used to joke that maybe it was like a flying saucer. Somebody threw in the air, right? But now we got drones. Predator drones. Like Obama said, I got two words for you. Predator drones. You'll never see them coming. You know, man, behind the machine, I have not seen that footage. I have not seen the footage. Uh, but I have to say, you are you are inspiring me to go look for it. Uh, let's see. New Jersey UFO, is that what it is? We're going to go look for it. New Jersey UFO. Is that what it was? Let's go check it out. You left this message quite a while ago. You know, you 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 leave you've you've given me so many Let's see. How soon was this? You didn't... Huh. UFO sighting stops New Yorkers? Oh, no, that was 10 years ago. Wow. Gosh, man. There's so many of these sightings all over the place. And, uh... I've talked with a lot of folks... By a lot, I mean probably six or seven who who have had UFO experiences, close encounters, and uh, I myself have experienced a couple of things. So, 
yeah, in this day and age, you just, you just don't know. You just don't know what's a, a UFO and what's a drone. And especially with this, uh, and you've called in about this before with deep fakes. How are we going to ever know what is truly, there are going to be people out there who are experts at this. And I'm sure there's going to be AI software that can read what is a deep fake and what is a real actual true um, camcorder video or what have you. But it does muddy the waters for the person who's not aware of the fact that something is uh, it's not being presented to them authentically it is being presented to them with other motives in mind I remember there was a 4th of July back when my brother Josh and my sister-in-law Monica lived in Huntington Beach we go out there for 4th of July all the time and we'd see all the fireworks out there in Huntington Beach. And I remember this one year we saw this little red light floating around up there. And I was like, dude, that's got to be a UFO. That's got to be a UFO. It's funny that you you brought this up, this memory that I just now remembered. And I remember looking up there and going, man, is that a UFO? And just, and, and, and just hoping for it. Man, is that a UFO? And I remember even looking online, Huntington Beach, 4th of July, UFO. And there were other people who had caught the footage of that thing. Now you're, now you're starting to make me think, okay, it could have been a drone. It could have been a drone. Because those drones, they got lights on them for, for you to kind of keep track of them. Um, so we, we don't know. We don't know. What is, what, what, what? piece of technology authentically has extraterrestrials residing inside of it and what piece is just a robotic thing that's possibly created by the government or i mean we were hearing all that we've been hearing about those uh birds uh bugs that are just basically you know drones the size of birds and bugs now there's a whole tiktok thing where there's this um and i and it's and it's a put on i mean if you've done any amount of hoaxes in the media you've 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 or portrayed alter egos out there in the world there there you could start to see or or followed Andy Kaufman his uh, performance art if you if you if you follow those and really hone in on looking at the media through that lens um you could start feeling the intuition. You could start picking out what is the vibe of what is authentic. For instance, if, if people see, uh, I would say, well, first of all, I'd like to know how many psychics, how many empaths, how many clairvoyants do we have per square footage? <laughs> you know, is it one every, in and every 10 people? Is it one in every 20? So I would think that these psychics and these people who are well-versed in, let's say, reality transurfing or astral projection, any of that jazz, um, would be able to, to tune in and tell whether that thing that's flying around has a consciousness aboard it. Those are the first people I'd be talking to about this. I'd be going, what is your intuition? I'd say for the everyday person who who doesn't feel that they have those kinds of uh, 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 skills, or maybe they feel that, oh, maybe there is, you know, but it's just not been verified or whatever. I haven't really talked to anyone about it, but you got those skills where you can feel a vibe. I would say in those moments, tune in 
and just go, okay, if there's a consciousness aboard this ship, make yourself, you know, like, let me know. Let me know right now. Give me a vibe. Give me a vibe. It's like that same vibe that you feel like when you walk into a room and you can feel that there's a presence going on in there. You can feel there's, there's another creature. There's, there's, a, there's another entity in the room. But I haven't heard about that, and now i got to research it. But thank you so much for letting me know about it. This is so, so cool. Kurt, I keep forgetting to remind you, if you are interested, to like and follow my Facebook page. It's called Maria's Techie Tips. It's about podcasting. And I am talking about you lately. So I would love the ability to tag you, not to get onto your page, but to have it so that you know that I, I um, was talking about you because some of this stuff is relevant to what we're working on. And uh, anybody out there listening, by the way, if you are interested in podcasting, make sure that you check out the YouTube interview that Kurt and I had. It's on YouTube. Strong Body, Strong Soul is the name of the YouTube channel, but we fed we fed that interview live onto Facebook too, onto that Techie Tips page if you want to go check it out. It's there too. It's a live stream, so it's there forever until I decide to take it down, of course. Maria, thank you so much for letting me know about that. Uh, for, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you who are here listening right now, that is a message from In My Voice Messages from September 24th. From September 24th. So as as those of you who have been listening to this episode, you understand that this is a sort of a time travel, uh, uh, time, tra- time travel show. There are segments in here that, that come from a long ago. Segments that are, you just never know. You might hear a podcast tomorrow. That was from, I mean, I, I, I've got a lot of wonderful information saved up, to be honest with you folks. Uh, and Maria and I had this really great talk. We streamed it live on Facebook. We did it once before. Just so much good, so much good, uplifting, in, uh, enlightening information. You know, when you when you choose to become the media, when you choose to put your story out there, which is basically, as I've often said, it's a beacon to finding those who relate to that. Those of those who find pleasure in talking about such subjects. Those who, who talk shop about those kinds of things and have blogs and websites and forums and Discord channels, Facebook groups, pages, etc., etc., and so forth. For, for, forsooth, forsooth. <laughs> uh, those kinds of folks, they, they you know, you're a be- you become a beacon. So that's all there is to it. Just, just, just shining more of what you are, of what you got. And uh, when you find yourself surrounding yourself with, with, with intellectuals such as Maria Humphreys, getting yourself digging in to the, 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 the questions, the ponderings, the psychological mentality that really you, 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 
it's it's a level that you deserve to be able to to, to dip into. Deserve, deserve. Um, get your get yourself get yourself into the groups that make you feel good about your explorations. Connect with the people, with the tribes, the meetup groups, etc., etc., and so forth. Lock yourself into that. Uh, and Maria is is one of these people. She's out there putting the good vibes out there to the to the populace. And then we have extraordinary brainstorm sessions that just so happen to be recorded and archived for the future generations to see. And it's not. This isn't, you know, this isn't me, 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 me. This is a a a, a beacon to those who also find themselves, who also find getting great kicks and getting out of the way of themselves and 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 giving service to the artistic endeavors, plugging into the all that is and letting it and letting it flow through you. There is such a, an ex- I get so giddy, I get so excited and enlightened when I see people like that who are, who are interested in that kind of thing and then having conversations about it and then are offering the populace to, to look in on that and or participate in some fashion. I just get a, such a kick out of it. Um, so I know that there are those others who get a kick out of that as well. I am just an aspect. I'm a reflection of all the others out there who feel the same. So is Maria. So when you Venn diagram these people who are representations of all these different aspects, we're now, it's like, uh, okay, so Alan Watts. Alan Watts talks about Indra's web. And it's this philosophy that every single one of us is a droplet of morning dew in a spider web that is reflecting off of every other reflections reflections the reflection of every other reflection which is just another reflection of all the other reflections and that's what you and I that's what she and him uh, that's what it and they are uh, they're, they're, they're coming from some source some sort of source that is beyond whatever social constructs are whatever the politics are whatever the any of any of the clubs that are out there, any of the clubs that are out there, they can all coexist. Uh, the joy is finding the Venn diagrams. That's all. That's it. That's it. And then you start finding the fun in 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 connecting those Venn diagrams. The fun that comes with that, you, you start neglecting all of the all of those other things that you might have found yourself so active for, all those other groups, all those other societies, all those other things. You find yourself becoming the media, becoming the society, creating the club, and it's based on this. It's based on those who are doing the best they can with becoming the best version of themselves. Those who who. Uh, uh, aspire to create a wholesome atmosphere. Oh, what's wrong with the rest of us? They don't want to. If if you've ever seen, if you ever, if you've ever experienced wholesome situations where there's no need to um, compete, snuff out, 
make fun of, embarrass. You know, all those things are just gone. And it just, it, 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 it just lies in just turning up the volume, turning up the volume, getting the orchestra going. How many orchestras have you seen uh, that operate well on, let's say if you had a bunch of egotists. I'd love to see an orchestra with a bunch of egotists playing versus an orchestra that is a bunch of people who are there for the ensemble, servicing the sounds of everyone else around them and, and just really adding to it and feeling safe and being in their element. Oh, there's great joy in that. Should that be something that others are jealous of or have to destroy or go, oh, well, you're, you know, that's something to be made fun of or no, no, no. This is something to be aspired to. If it, if you, if you admire it for that good vibe, the good vibe, you, you know, the different kind of vibes here, folks. I'm talking about the good vibe, the satisfying vibe. Oof. Dig into it. Dig into it. Get to that groove. Find friends like Maria Humphreys. Find friends like Man Behind the Machine. People that get you uh, curious about the mechanics behind the layers of what's going on. Oh, by the way, Yachtly Crew is playing tomorrow. That's another one. Great tribe. Great vibe. Yachtly Crew is playing tomorrow. Love songs. We had KUSI, our friends over there at San Diego. Uh, good morning. You know, you know, uh, what is that? What is that? Anchorman? Good, uh, good morning, San Diego. Or what is it? Good morning, San Diego? Good day, San Diego? I forgot what it is called. But that's a real thing. That's an actual thing. And uh, those people, they, anytime there's some San Diego news, these people are constantly promoting it, putting it out there. It's, it, it's so good. It's so exciting. I just love it. It's so exciting. So that's the thing. That's what you want to get to. That's, that's, the, that's the vibe that I would encourage you, that I would encourage you to seek more of. When you're on TikTok next time, heart, like, and or comment on anything that really makes you feel good. And then I'll tell you, you'll see more of that in your algorithm. And as you feel good, now your attitude towards every other people is, is changed. Maria Humphreys, ch check out her podcast, Strong Body, Strong, Strong Soul. And her techie talk, go on there uh, to, on a Facebook. Thank you, folks. I'm going to see if we got any other uh, voice messages here uh, in, the, in the voice thing. All right, hang on, hang on. It's called tap dancing with my fingers. Hey, Kurt, this is Richard Wilson from Mad Shelly Films, and we have a message for you. This, this is Mad Shelly Films, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto Radio.